continuing on with these daily updates. Um, again, I don't know if I'll do them daily, but so far since last Wednesday, I have been. In, in case you didn't know this, I used to in a different life um, in the in my twenties, so fifteen years ago. 15 and 10 years ago, I used to have a blog called Your Daily Lesbian Moment. So I used to put out daily content back in the day. So this feels uh, very much at home (laughs) doing that. And I am at home. I have been home. Now, this is my 11th day. And a lot of people are like on their second day or their fifth day or their first day. And they're like, why is it your 11th day? (laughs) Why is Sunday, March 15th, your 11th day? And it's because um, I was making noise about this uh, back back eleven days ago. I, I I think I I can't remember exactly what day I canceled South by for my appearances, but I canceled those and and um, also I am a homebody, and I've been preparing for this my whole life, especially the last few years, last five years. I have spent so much time when I am not out, which is a lot, traveling, speaking, meeting founders, going to meet uh, partners, all of that, which is a lot of travel to the point where a Delta agent uh, thanked me for living, quote unquote, on their planes once a few weeks ago. When I'm not doing that, when I get home, I just lock in. I just stay home. And so now that I'm on this sort of mandatory uh, lock in I have I don't even go out at all at all at all. Uh, my wife does. She she goes to classes, um, but she keeps that really minimal. Only she goes out when she has to. And I think, you know, you're probably seeing me repost a lot of stuff online. I'll I'll continue to do that, where people are still not taking this as seriously as we would hope all of us would in the U.S. Um, this is serious. Like it's not it's not like we're you know. We have a, still a chance to make this not a, a, a bad ending. We have a chance for people not to, to look back on this time and say, man, we lost so many people or so many people got sick or so many people lost things that couldn't be, that were permanent, you know, their livelihoods. We still have a chance. And the part of that chance, and I'm not going to, I'm trying not to get upset, but part of that chance is in us, um, us not Going out to bars and restaurants and clubs and concerts, listening to people when they beg you, they beg you, um, okay, you're doing great, you're healthy, you're not in the target demographic that this thing is going to affect so deeply uh, physically. But you know what? So many of us and you will carry this. You will carry the coronavirus that leads to COVID-19 that will hurt people, will put them in the hospital, put them in, uh, will really uh, put a strain on our, on our hospitals. We have a million beds in the U.S., 350 million people. 36 million people uh, visit a hospital or stay in a hospital each year, but staggered. You want to put all of those people at the same time in the hospital? Because you decided to go get your club on? Come on. <laughs> come on, dude. Like, come on, please. I mean, there's people out here. We all have parents or people that we care about. Like, here, think about this right now. 
even if you think we're being hysterical or you think we're overreacting, just think about it just for a second. Like, what if we're right? What if it's true that we can be we can become like Italy or China or um, Spain now as of yesterday or France, which will be very soon. And we have to be on lockdown and we're a lot of people are getting hurt or getting sick or dying. Think about somebody, one person in your life. That's all I need. One person in your life who is over 60, who you care about. Think about, if you don't have that, think about one person in your life who has, like, a, a disease, who has cancer. So their immune system is, is compromised. So many people in this country have cancer. You probably have several people in your family who have cancer, unfortunately. I know I do. Their, their immune system is compromised, even if they're young. Younger than 60. Younger than 60. Um, think about strangers. Think about homeless people. Think about people who are homeless, who you pass by every day. And you get to go home and they're out there in the elements and you worry about them when when it's raining. They are so susceptible to getting sick and not having any way to fix it. That's what happens if we spread this. What can happen, though, if we work together and we don't go out to things we don't have to. We don't try to be rebellious for whatever reason. um, Human nature, maybe. If we don't do that and we just say, hey, look, for a few days... We're going to lock, lock it down. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be inconvenient. It's not going to be fun. But we're going to lock it down. We're not going to go out. We're not going to help spread this. We have control over this. Then we can, as they say, flatten the curve. curve. Flatten it. Make it so that it doesn't do the hockey stick of, like, compounded cases. Um, yeah, it's kind of surreal to be saying this, and there's, like, uh, ambulance and fire trucks whizzing by right now. I don't know if you can hear that. Anyway, I, I didn't mean to come on here in a soapbox, but I don't, I don't regret it. <laughs> uh, I'm, 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 uh, at this point begging, begging you if you still have plans to go to a public event that has not been canceled or postponed or a private event that you are putting on a part, a house party, a gathering of anyone. I mean, this thing happened in Italy, the way that it spread in China and Italy, the way that it spread the most, I think they said 80% of the cases was that it spread throughout families and their homes over dinner or lunch. Because it's that contagious. So if it's going to do that, it's certainly going to do it. If you go, um, you know, down to the local pool or I don't know why that example I'm giving, but if you go to the gym, and I know that that sucks for the gyms because uh, like everybody is being pretty much is being affected by this financially, but we won't, there won't be a lot of us around to f- to feel the financial burden of this. You understand? Like this is this is a bigger picture than what how much it affects us financially. Financially, it can be crippling. Absolutely, can be crippling. It already has been. I've already been talking to people. I've already experienced it myself. I lost a couple hundred thousand dollars in the last 14 days, which was going to be my income for a lot of this year. And I took a long time, took almost 40 years to get to the point where $200,000 is only a portion of my income. But it hit me. And it's probably going to, you know, that number's going to rise. So I'm not saying to take that lightly or to... 
And I'm not saying that if you have a job where you're nine to five and you have to you have to go and they're saying, you know, you work at a hospital, you work at a, a job where they've said, nah, if you don't show up, you don't have a job. I'm not saying those people. I'm saying the people who are seriously in these Twitter videos, <laughs> these Twitter pictures, and they're seriously lined up outside of a bar or lined up at a at a outside of a concert or a restaurant. And they're like, I don't give a what. I'm going to live my life because this is American dream. You know what the American dream is? Not dying. Can you stop? Can you stop for a second? <laughs> Please, man. Okay, so that's that. Um, I think in the next few days, like if you're listening to this on Sunday, March 15th, you could be on the fence. I think if you listen to this on Sunday, March 22nd or beyond, you ain't going to be on the fence because there's not going to be fence left. You're going to be inside. You're going to be indoors. You're going to get it and or it's going to be gotten for you. It's going to be told to you. It's going to be either either we do this by voluntarily social distancing and only going out and doing things, going to the grocery store, things like that when we have to. Or it's going to be forced upon us. Because it will be um, mandatory to keep us alive, to keep most of us alive. That's just the way it is. And that's not hysteria. I get it, though. I I get how this can sound like hysteria because it's so uh, confusing with the media and just like, what are we supposed to believe? And our own president is not really taking it as seriously as we would, you know, think someone would take seriously if it was really a, a pandemic. But it is. Look at a few other sources. Um, and just think again, like I said, think about someone that you care about. Think about someone that you care about who doesn't have as much of a um, like a strong, strong immune system like you have, or a strong, like just health wise, or who couldn't financially take on the burden of not only just being at home, but also being like deathly sick, like being to the point where they need to be on a respirator for however many weeks, which is also an option that's before death. Like, death isn't the option for everybody. There's also this large amount of people who could be on respirators. Um, and even, like, that's not even, that's just conservative. Like, it's already happened in other countries. We have the proof in front of us. So that's not even conjecture or uh, crazy thinking. That's just, like, facts. I'm, I'm on the fence about whether I should talk about faith right now. Uh, because I I don't um, don't believe in a higher power that is a a, a a god, but I will say that if you believe in let me see I'm gonna try I'm gonna try and this is live and I can't really erase it if not but like if you believe in a god a hi- higher power of any kind, um, I do what I do know about like Christianity at least is that and and and, and most religions is that. Um, and belief systems is that your higher power made you for a reason. And I know that in Christianity, like suicide and self-harm and all that is um, looked down upon. And um, it's the same reason. It's like you have to take care of your the vessel that you're in, that you've been given, that you've been gifted. You have to take care of that and you also have to take care of others. The Bible says to take care of your neighbor, to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And being 
actively willing to put them in harm's way because you want to go get a Red Robin burger is not very Christian-like. And it's okay that you didn't know that before, that you didn't think of it that way before. You still have a chance to kind of turn it around. It's okay. I'm just asking... I'm just asking, like, sincerely for people that I care about for myself, um, please be just more careful and thoughtful if you're not being already. And that's that. I'm going to leave it there. Hey, I'm going to see if there's any uh, voicemails that were left. If there were, I'll put in this episode. If they're not, I'll just upload this. And I hope this is being helpful. Again, um, reason I'm doing these is because I'm A, seeing the stats, so I'm seeing how many people are listening um, and how many people listen in the first, I kind of measured these by how many people listen the first 24 hours, how many people listen the first 72 hours, because it's like up-to-date stuff, and the the data is giving me enough um, permission, I guess, to keep going. And then the other side of that is anecdotal, where people are reaching out to me either privately or in public and saying that it's, it's helpful to them in some way to just have it being talked about. And to have an opinion or to have several opinions in the case of other people calling in. And to me, that's worth it. It's worth the time. It's worth the effort. It's worth, uh, I mean, you know, there's no there's no ads or anything. I'm, I pay for this out of pocket. Uh, I have been for a while. And, and to me, that's worth it. It's like the least I could do, <laughs> in my opinion. It's like, I don't know what else to do. I don't know how to be helpful. I wish I had more money. I wish I had, like, I wish I had, like, a fund or just, I wish it were like maybe a couple of years later where I had this stack of money that I could just say like, hey, everybody, I'm going to give you a stipend. If, you know, if you fit these categories, I'll fit, give you a stipend so you can work on your stuff for the next eight weeks and not go crazy. Uh, but I don't. So um, this is what I'm doing. It's all this um, social connecting virtually that I feel like I'm good at. I feel like I, I really enjoy and people have said that they um, appreciate. So that's what I'm doing. I appreciate you all. I know I yelled at some of you. Um, if that turns you off, I can't. I don't. I don't know what to tell you right now. I'm, I watched a Taylor Swift's Americana, Miss Americana documentary on Netflix yesterday, like real late last night. And after I finished uh, uh, Frankie and Grace, or Grace and Frankie, when after I finished the the season, I watched t- Taylor. And I, you know, for years I've just really enjoyed her and she was actually mentioned on the BET her special that that aired last night too that I that was called being Arlen Hamilton um you know my silent mic drop <laughs> there was an episode called being Arlen Hamilton that premiered last night on BET her you can see it on demand if you didn't catch it before um and during it I mentioned a few people and one of them is Taylor uh because of a ring that she was gifted that I was then gifted uh, for LGBTQ rights, and um, uh, so what, seeing that and just seeing that kind of how they showed that and then um, uh, watching that documentary where, especially towards the end, she's just like, I'm a grown woman, grown-ass woman, and I'm going to say what I feel. That uh, appreciate that, I, I respect that a lot, and so... We're not going to apologize around here. She said something that would really hit home because I don't apologize very often. Um, it's, it's something that I, I, I ask other people not to do, too, especially women. But every once in a while, I'll get a little bit shrunken and I'll, 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 I'll shrink myself down just a little bit. And she said this is really cool. She said she said something and then she was like, ah, I'm sorry, I didn't want to get on my soapbox. And then 
And then she said, wait a minute, why am I saying sorry in my own home that I paid for with the songs that I wrote about my own life? I love that. I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that anytime I try to shrink myself. I'm going to use that and Journey, Journey Smollett, Belle's uh, statement to me in this very room, this very podcast space, where she told me just a few weeks ago that every day she looks back on the day before and says, how did I shrink myself yesterday and how can I not do that today? And that episode of the podcast is available right now. You can listen to it right now. Journey Smollett, Bell. Um, I'm going to listen to all of that and, and let those um, strong voices and, and of my peers and of my uh, fellow humans continue to lift me up. And I hope I can do the same for others. All right. Talk to you all. Bye. Hey, Arlen, this is Anthony Ware, uh, Aware Catalyst and founder of Mental Wealth, uh, founder. Um, I wanted just to chime in and, and say that um, I, I think one of the things that have, that's helped me, but also in thinking of um, anyone else, is uh, is the heaviness that comes in the situation like we live in today, and understanding that um, don't try to or try as best as you can um, to feel those feelings and and know that you're not alone because there's a lot of us feeling those feelings of uh, helplessness and and what can we do. And I think it just goes back to um, focus on what you can focus on and uh, or have control of and um, do the best you can to help yourself. And if you can and have the means or or the gifts to help other people, help them as well. Um, I think that's it. Um, Thanks. Henry Kakula with 4.0 GPA. The coronavirus has led to schools being shut down and we provide after school programs to school districts. And because of that, our contracts no longer, we're no longer being paid for the days that we're supposed to work, like the March and probably the April. And then that impacts our employees because our employees are no longer being paid for those days. And those days will probably not be made up and so we are losing on average, probably for each school district, that could probably be about ten to $12,000 a month that we're losing in revenue for school districts being closed down. And that's how that is impacting us. Hi, how are you doing? I've just been listening to a couple of your podcasts. I just want to say I really enjoyed listening to them. Especially about the corona. I find the stories like so fascinating, like from different countries, how they truly feel. Um, a friend of mine wrote to me earlier and just said, is, is it really bad in England too? And it is, you know. But you have to just keep doing what you're doing, don't you? But yeah, I'm looking forward to some more um, podcasts from you. Hey Arlen, this is Tammy Davis um, at TL Davis five at seven two eight on Twitter, and I just saw your post um, about being able to uh, record 
um, for a future podcast episode or whatever, what comes up for me or for us during this time. And I just realized I only have 60 seconds to record, but what comes up for me during this time that we all might be self quarantining, you know, with our friends, with our family, with our close ones. As I'm sitting in the closet recording my own podcast episodes, the word reset and reboot came up for me. So one of the things that I wanted to do, what are the things that I've been putting off? Now's the time to do it. If not now, when? And this is the perfect time. So reset, reboot, get reacclimated to all the things that you've been putting off.